0: Hello friends and welcome back to another episode of an unexpected podcast. We welcome you back for our 16th episode, which will feature the Rohan list. Um, today we will be talking about Legendary Legions, we will also go over a list, as we always do, and we will talk about an exciting announcement that they made after the Not Thrown a Skulls event in the UK for the newest supplement. Um, I'm Rob here in DC, um, joining me is our fearless leader Matt in Boston, and Mick from allegedly London, but we can never be sure. Um, and we uh, hope you brought your writing boots, because it's going to be a fun one today. So to start us off, we're going to quickly cover this um, preview that was done for the Defense of the North Supplement, which will be coming out um, assumedly sometime early next year, based on the fact that we've seen a lot of artwork here in this article. Uh, If you want to look at the information yourself, it is on Warhammer Community. The article is called Battle for the Fate of Rovanian with Defense of the North. So What do we have in this book? Well, the setting is, as it would imply, is the northern theater of the War of the Ring. We've already seen um, a couple previews for this that were very vague, uh, but roughly it's going to focus on the attack of the Easterlings on the kingdoms of Dale and Erebor. um, And per this article, also something happening in the Woodland Realm with Thranduil and Lothlorien when they fight against Dol Guldur. So, From a match play perspective, what are we looking at? According to the article, there will be new profiles for heroes and villains that fought for the fate of the North, that's obvious. Some of them we've already seen. Um, We had King Brand and Prince Bard of Dale, and we also had um, Old Dane and Thorne Stonehelm. This article also brings in two new orc characters that we'll talk about in a second. Um, Updated army lists that incorporate the new profiles, that's pretty standard. 22 narrative place scenarios with a campaign system, six legendary legions that allow you to field bespoke armies inspired by the narrative. Um, Rohan,
1: Rohan, Rohan legendary legions. Definitely. Six Rohan legendary legions. Yes, because Um, they have to be there. (laughs) Contractually Uh,
0: obligated. And they don't specifically mention the legendary legions themselves, but I mean, we can kind of infer just from the um, just from the theme of the book that they're probably going to focus on, you know, Erebor Dale, the Easterlings, Dol Guldur, Thranduil's Halls, Leflorian, right? Um, in any variation thereof. So a very exciting supplement. We've also been shown and, um, some of the lucky attendees of the Not Throne of Skulls event were able to get their hands on two of the new orc characters. They are Razgush and Musgr, and they are two orcs that, um, I mean, best I can tell, it's kind of like the Gothmog of the North, right? Where it's the Orc commander of the forces uh, of Sauron in the North at Dol Guldur, and then some kind of super shaman. So, yes, so Razgush is the war leader in the North. Um, we'll call him Notmog. And he has a rule called Bonebreaker. Uh, it's a mace. Uh, so, sorry, he has a piece of equipment that is a mace with the rule. Um, Bonebreaker, which actually turns off the bonuses for elven made weapons when he's fighting against them, which is very interesting. That's not something we've seen before. It's, oh, um, it's mm-hmm. definitely new. It's, I'm sure that it will come in handy at times, especially when you get in that situation where, you know, both of you strike up in a duel, and then the elf player or the elven blade player more specifically has an inherent advantage on winning the roll off there. This is assuming he has strike, but I'm gonna go ahead and assume that he has strike. And then the uh, orc shaman, Musgr, he says uh, his source of power is shrouded in mystery and his debilitating sorcery sets him apart from others of his kind. And he has an ability called power from death. Whenever Musgr slays an enemy model in combat, He immediately regains a single point of will spent earlier in the battle, which is actually pretty cool if he has um, a halfway decent combat profile where he can bully troops on the line and constantly replenish himself to keep casting whatever nasty spells uh, he has. And then finally in the article, we get um, not a true reveal, but a very neat outline of what looks like a very impressive large Uh, character model that based on the profile of the helmets I'm going to go ahead and guess is for the Easterlings. Many people are speculating that it is the Dragon Emperor who has the mention um, earlier in the article as being part of the setting. But you know, my guess and uh, based just on the outline some big large Easterling centerpiece model that will be very welcome for a list that is uh, very starved of named profiles. So that is our uh, preview he that we were wall, given well I we mean hope. if he gives them shield wall that would be incredible right um, hopefully he'll give them something and it's not just you know seven dragon cult acolytes on a base so <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right but anyway well, so that is the preview as it was given um, thoughts my friends
2: well I mean that does explain why, why the <laughs> dragon
0: acolytes are so ripped is maybe they were <laughs> just right. carrying that guy around
2: <laughs> yeah they're just
1: carrying him <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is part of their morning jog routine. You just have to carry <laughs> yeah, it through the pads. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> um,
2: yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. We'll, will mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I've always loved the look of the Easterlings, and um, I'm excited to get some new Black mm-hmm. Dragon models. I really hope they do something that actually entices me to kind of put them on the table. Um, I'm with you more often you. because mm-hmm. I, I always, I always feel whenever I do an Easterling list that I'm like playing with one hand behind my back.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and, 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 you know, I'm almost, uh, you know, I feel like every time I'm playing an Easterling list, I'm going into it and I'm 50 points down and it 50, more, nice, more like but,
1: 150. yeah, Not yeah. Times, yeah. <laughs>
2: um, I, You know, I in all honesty, I don't think it's that bad. I mean, I don't think I'm down 150 points. I do feel like I'm down like, Fifty points, you know, when I'm playing at seven hundred to, to eight hundred point level, and it'd be nice to not have that feeling. Yeah, <laughs> playing
0: the Easterlings
2: because they are they are a fine they are a fine looking army.
0: I'm with you. Easterlings kind of were my first favorite evil army in the game, right? Just aesthetically, they look super cool, um, and I like the idea of them as just being evil Gondor, but they never play the way I want them to, so. Hopefully, you know, this new named character. I would assume that the Easterlings would have one of the six legendary legions that are going to be in this book as the primary antagonists. But Boy, that would you be, can take nothing for granted, I guess.
2: <laughs> that, that, would, that would be dead on um, for GW if like this book came out and the Easterlings have no legendary legion on it in it. <laughs> so <laughs> we, d- we don't even care about them enough to give them a legendary legion. <laughs> right, oh, I, guess, exactly. I, guess, I guess if the entire
1: book is about them, then, then you can give Legendary Legions to, to, to some other factions because because they're already getting a book. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> well, either that or it's gonna be a Legendary Legion that is like the new character and nothing but Dragon called Acolytes. Yeah. So it's fun, but useless, right? Yeah. But hopefully it is a, a proper um, Legendary Legion that you know w- maybe gives them shield wall, like you mentioned,
1: Matt, or mm-hmm. something like right. that. So. Yeah, exactly. So. I'm actually really looking forward to that. Uh, to that whole shaman guy, because um, normally you always have wizards standing at the back and just chilling, and always, always in safety. And it's 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 cool to see a caster who's going to be more more combat prom, uh hopefully. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, playing playing something like Gundam White is always more exciting than than just than just keeping a caster at the back, because you you tend to send him in. And more stuff happens, or like playing playing the Witch King with the crown. You always want to send him in at the same time as casting. It just yes. it just it, it just it just leads to more interesting games.
2: Well, I mean, part of what makes playing Gandalf the White so exciting is the fact that if you're playing Gandalf the White, the other guy has like 15
0: more models than you do. Yeah, so. too- <laughs> <laughs> that also makes it exciting. Not if
1: they're playing Easterlings.
0: <laughs> That's true, yeah. unless you're playing Easterlings. <laughs> <laughs>
2: then they have the they same number
1: of models, out and <laughs> you, you probably outnumber them, and they don't have anything special. About. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. I think um, I like that it's kind of like a Cardouche type model, except instead of killing your own guys, he's hopefully killing the opponent, yeah. which is a nice, nice, uh, fun thing. And just, I mean, rules aside, and they'll be what they'll be, but in terms of just models, these could be the two best orcs they've ever put out. Mm. They are incredible. They are just yeah, wonderful are sculpts. Models. So.
2: I, I do like that comparison to Cardush, though, where, like, um, you know, Cardush kills his own models to power himself <laughs> up with Will, and this guy kills enemy models to power himself up with Will. And, like, Cardush looks over and goes,
0: Why didn't I think of that? Yes. <laughs> you know? Maybe we should call him Cardush the Easterling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know, looking back on it, this approach makes so much more sense.
0: I went to the wrong university in Mordor. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But very exciting stuff. Um, six new legions. Uh, legions are always good to shake up the meta a little bit if, um, if they're decent. Uh, I'll be excited to see what you know they get for Erebor in the third age, maybe something built around the old Dane profile because you know it needs a little bit of help to be uh, a competitive, viable kind of choice over young Dane and just Erebor reclaimed in that era. So, very exciting book. Uh, and by the by the kind of you know, summary of the table of contents, so to speak, it looks like it's going to be a pretty thick one. So hopefully mm-hmm. there'll be a lot of new um, profiles that haven't been previewed as well.
1: Yeah, I'm actually positively surprised after 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 all the Legendary Legions that have been coming out over the last couple of years, there's like more and more of them seen winning tournaments and like doing really well at like top tables and so on. And like, um, I was out, uh, I was looking at some stats from like latest GBHL tournaments and it's like, 20, 30, 40% of lists are legendary legions. And, mm-hmm. and that's like, that's like, that's, it, it's just really cool to see, to see that there's just such a variety of everything.
0: hundred percent. And I love that legendary legions are inherently forcing you to play slightly more narratively. So yeah. I like that all the tables kind of look like something Tolkien might've written, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: That's right. When he wrote about <laughs> the vanquishers and the necromancer <laughs> and the vulnerable wizards. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep.
2: That was a and, very
1: cool chapter of the book. And then yeah, Tokyo lo- forced themselves to disappear instead yeah. of, instead of looking for the ring.
2: is <laughs> yeah, looking at it going, you know, I didn't actually write that, but <laughs> I really should have. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> right. Would have been a good idea. Anyway. So that is the new book coming out. Um, we have cover art for the book in the article. So that should suggest that it's fairly soon. So hopefully it's something we'll be talking about in the next uh a month or a couple of months uh, after the holidays and we will certainly cover a nice comprehensive review of that in its entirety when it's out on this podcast and with that matt would you like to lead us into the list for the day uh,
2: all right so this is a list from timmy t9204 which is one of the lesser known terminator models um and it is a cause doom list and is it a Casa doom lothlorian yellow alliance
0: and
1: uh in you put it on the screen
2: Oh, could I put it on the screen? Yes, yeah. I could.
0: Gee, it's on my screen. Why can't you all see it? All right, let me just hack into your computer real quick. Yeah. Just a yeah. moment.
2: All right, now we can see it. Okay, or at least cool. now you can see it. I could see it the whole time. Uh, okay, so Warband One, we have uh, Durn and eighteen Hearthguards. Solid choice <sighs> there. So these are the uh, these are the Hearthguard who are um, uh, they're basically the uh, they're their strength, uh, their strength for Burly. Is that right? Is that how uh, this works Yep. Out? Yep. I'm mm-hmm. just double
1: checking, but I'm pretty sure that's correct. Yeah. That is, that yeah. is correct. Yes.
2: All right. So these are our defense seven uh, uh, strength four, uh Burly guys and they go choppy choppy. Um, and with uh, the next warband is a Dwarf King. So this is a fight six uh, two might model that can call a march. And with him are two Vault Warden teams, so they bring the, uh, the, the, the two uh, dwarves with the guy with the big giant shield in front and two giant spears behind that can uh, really stop up a gap or kind of stop up a monster if they can get into him. And then the third warband is Haldir with heavy armor and elf bow, and he has with him seven Gladrum warriors with shield and spear four Galadrum warriors with elf bow and spear, one gladrum warrior with uh, shield, spear, and banner, and one wood elf, er, uh, wood elf warrior with elf bow and wood elf spear, and two guards of the gladrum court. So in the end, it comes out to 800 points, 40 models, six bows, eight might. And he writes, uh, Hearthguard are the most lethal warriors available to cause a doom. Not horribly costed for their stat line, so he wanted to max them out. Um, then the uh, the elves um, obviously stand behind them to give them a second die and fight five, uh, allow them to win more fights. Certainly will do that, uh, and uh, you know they get all their bonuses from having the the two handed axe. so they get the plus one to wound and the piercing strike. Um, and uh, then we've got, uh, he, he says he chose Haldir, Haldir as the allied hero. He th- thinks he's the cheapest way from the elf factions to get in a bunch of elf spears, and I think he's right about that. I'm not sure there's any better way That's correct, yeah. Haldir to get uh, into this. And he wanted the dwarf king over the captain for the fight six, which I think is also the right call. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he was thinking about the king's champion, but he said a source of march would uh be necessary for the dwarves and i think that is probably right mm-hmm. uh so you know he's got he's ticked off a lot of the boxes here he's got good head-to-head um fighters probably amongst the best head-to-head fighters in the hearth guard hearth guard uh he's got decent amount of shooting um i mean it's not over the top shooting but it's enough to bring an enemy with no shooting to him. He's got five Wood Elves and Haldir uh, shooting, and I think that's probably the I think that is the most that he can get in this list, uh, just because of the way it's it's broken out. Uh, and he's and one of them is a Wood Elf warrior who's a nice ad who can just go and you know, he's got his Elven cloak. He can go and run and stand behind one of the backfield objectives and and plink from there. That's a good thought. He's got a couple of guards of the Galadrum Court in there. Um, to give some extra fight six where he doesn't have it. And he's got three fight six heroes uh, to begin with. So this has a decent amount of fight six that he can uh, put in there. I mean, I have to say, I'm, this may be the first time where I'm going to say, I'm not sure what changes I would make to this. I can't think of any. I think it's a good list.
1: Anybody else? Right. So I think, I think it's a really solid list. This reminds me mm-hmm. very much of the good old days when before legions of middle earth, before the current rules, like basically five editions ago where we would stack up, uh, cause then put high elves behind them and then fill up the rest of the army with like some cheapos, like, like hobbits or whatever. And then, and just have as many models <laughs> as possible just to, mm-hmm. just to maximize your both bows. So I think. Um, from the from the perspective of just uh, attacking this head on, I think is really solid and really scary. Um, in terms of changes, uh, so okay, so hard, hard card themselves, they're thirteen points apiece, so that is quite expensive, um, but the, the the numbers are are quite healthy. Uh, however, um, there is another way of getting elves into into this list, uh, which may potentially be better. Uh, if you're willing to either maybe uh sw- swap swap a few, few hard, hard guards for casa guards and if you're maybe willing to drop a couple of models um in Trandul's holes also offer legolas with mm-hmm. um a similar combination of um warriors from from that list so um i don't i don't have the numbers exactly here but uh you would probably be, be dropping like maybe two or three models in order to get Legolas who would be, who is actually significantly better than Haldir at doing various things like sniping of horses, um, hitting various ring raids or suladons or uh, banners and like things which otherwise this list doesn't really have any way of dealing with. Like for example, if I want to remove my opponent's banner, then I would have to basically just head on and try to fight through their lines. And if they, if they wanted to hide the banner, then there's nothing this list can really do. So um, if you really want to get the elves, then I would personally try to go with Legolas' elves instead of Haldor's elves. Um, you could even drop one Vault Warden team to, to make that change or, or, or something along these lines. Um, but, inst- but, uh, but other than that, I don't think there's, there's anything heavily that can be changed to be, f- to be fair. Like there's three, five, six heroes. Um, Duran is obviously solid. Dwarf King is solid. Haliers fine. Um, yeah, I like it. I think, I, I, I think overall it's uh, it's very solid as long as you get to deploy correctly, if you get split all over the place, then. In a in a in a maelstrom scenario, if you roll badly, then it's Durin with some slow moving hard guard on, on his own, and then Haldir gets wrecked um by whatever surrounds him. And the dwarf king with two Vol Warden teams also probably doesn't doesn't get to fight very long if he goes in the wrong place. Yeah. So that, that would Although, be my own worry. Mean...
2: I don't think Haldir is getting wrecked. Haldir, Haldir, Yeah, no, warband, no. If like it has to, can, can fight
1: Yeah, he's it he's so. got like he's got like, like uh it's a it's a full warbon, right? So 11, yeah. 12, 13, 15. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Haldir's warbon is fine, but the the, the dwarf king's warbon is just a little tiny. There's only five models. He only has two might points. So in any like Maelstrom scenarios, um he might suffer and the the Vault Warden teams. Are not very good when they're on their own. like if you if you if you have them in a, in a, in a right position, they're unbreakable. But if you're able to attack that spear, then then you're killing them very easily.
2: Yeah, I think if you get a maelstrom with this, I think the first thing you do is you bring Duran on um, and you try and bring him on like in a corner, then you bring Haldir on and and try and get him near Duran. you know if he if he rolls a two, then perhaps you say, oh well. We'll see where he ends up, and then you bring the dwarf king on, and you and and you burn you your just, might if you if yeah you valid. spend whatever yeah, might you yeah. need to to get him where you, you need yeah. him. Um, but uh, Rob, what do you think?
0: I think that absolutely everything all of you have said is correct, and I agree with. But I have some bad news: the list oh no. is illegal. Oh no! Oh, oh no! Oh dear. <laughs> Haldir is a hero of fortitude. He is not a hero of valor. Uh, that, that's, whoa, 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 that's wait, F- no, 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 I no, no, has been faq Has it been FAQ'd? Okay. Yes, and he okay.
1: is a hero of valor. <laughs> I was going to say, unless it's been
0: FAQ'd, <laughs> yeah. he's a fortitude hero. So um, as long as that is the case, I agree. I think the only thing I would change is I would probably just drop the spear on the Galathrum warrior with a banner. And then upgrade the one Wood Elf Warrior to a third Guard of the Galathrum Court, because I feel like there's no reason not to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I I really quite like the list.
1: I also so, wouldn't mind one or two knights, just some sort of mounted things. But
2: Yeah, you could do yeah. that. I mean, you'd have to yeah. drop hearth Guard, I think, to, to get there. Um, you
0: could either do that, or you could drop Vault Warden teams to get some cavalry, but you'd have to shift. I'm stuff not around
2: sure you any drop the Vault Warden teams. So. I think they're too useful. Um, whereas, yeah,
1: I no, Vault Warden is cool. Yeah, I mean it,
2: yeah. it. It's not clear to me, you know what? Yeah, you know, th- that there's many situations that 18 Hearthguards will be necessary, and 16 won't be enough. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but, you know, with that said, I think, you know, if you want to just go 18 Hearthguard with Durn, I think that's fine. I do like the Legolas idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess there, I, I mean, aside from the, you know, it's going to cost some additional points. Um, you lose. Oh, no, I guess you don't. Jeez, I can't remember. You don't but get you access to put,
1: guards of Collegian cards, so you don't get you access don't get to, get the to pikes.
2: Yeah, you don't get and you don't get access to the fight six. I mean, yeah. unless you're going to bring Threadwell along, which you aren't, because he won't yeah, fight. no, 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 he won't. Um, and then your your elves are mostly because you you want them to have the glaive, which means they aren't going to have a shield, so they're going to be defense five rather than defense six. Sure. Um, so there are some trade offs there, but you know you do get Legolas instead of Haldir, and mm-hmm. that's preferable. That yeah. is an upgrade. But yeah, I think I'd be happy to play it. Frankly, either way, I
1: think both. I mean, I think this is fine. But like Legolas is just just such a massive thing in this game.
2: Yeah, Legolas does kind of add an additional aspect that is otherwise going to be missing from this list. Yeah. So
0: the um the other other thought is if you wanted to get a little bit little bit spicy with it, is um, you'd lose the march, unfortunately, but you could also drop the king and his vault warden teams and put in like a gray here for almost the same amount of points. So then you could have a big flying beastie in addition to Durin and Haldir and this really killy, uh, line.
1: Well, that but, would be interesting.
0: Um, but, um, you'd have to find, I think maybe like 20, 25 points to do that, which is certainly possible to do, but, um, but that might be kind of interesting, um, is to have, is to have gray here in here. It gets you more might, it loses you March, but it's another third, mm. very, like killy hero, right, and it gets yeah. you the mobility that you lack. So, and it gets you a bird. It gets you
1: bird. You yes. could also possibly change the Dwarf King and the Vault Warden teams for Tauriel if you were taking Legolas already. Mm-hmm. That, uh,
2: you could. Uh, I, th- but the, the the Dwarf King and the Vault Warden teams are just. The dwarf solid, king in particular solid, yeah. Well
0: yeah, it's I'm hundred percent certain points. that Tariel is not a hero of valor, so you couldn't take Tariel. No
1: no, I mean I mean if you if you, if you if you if you were already. Taking oh if you Legos. took a legolas, got it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I think it's solid overall. Yeah, I, I really they, like they, it. Maybe some cosmetic yeah. changes really.
0: Yeah. I, I um, would be happy to put that on a table and I think yeah. um it would be really, really fun and really good. So ah.
2: The only thing I'm puzzled about is whether the, the T9000204 model was the liquid metal one or not. I can never keep them straight.
1: No mm. mm-hmm. uh, and ah. is a Terminator reference for those who didn't get it.
2: <laughs> yeah. For those who are much younger than us.
1: Oh, anyway. I'm pretty sure it was T1000. Was that a... Yeah. yeah. We'll have to look that up and get back. Yeah, I'm, I'm 150% <laughs> sure it was d 1,000 anyway. <laughs>
0: yep. How is Wolfie doing?
1: Your parents are dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be
0: back.
2: All right. So mm-hmm. good job, Timmy. Good to hear from you. Let us know how it goes.
1: All right. Cool. So we're moving on to the subject of the episode, which is the legendary legions of Rohan, which we've counted six, e-e-e- is that right? Uh no, I think there are 16.
0: There are
2: no there's six. There's six. Okay. Yeah, I think that's I think that's unless there's a second one hiding in uh Gondor at war somewhere.
0: I, I haven't uh I haven't looked at um Quest of the Ringbearer which I assume has none in there, but I don't believe there are.
1: I mean, the Man of the West Legendary Legion contains Rohan, but I don't, Uh, I think uh, we can ignore that.
2: uh, Yeah, I was, I was, I was going to, I was just going to say that Technically, but yeah, I, I think the less said about the Man of the West Legendary Legion, the better, so...
0: I, I feel like that. we could do an entire episode on what's wrong with Men of the West. So I don't <laughs> think it's worth mentioning. So. Yeah, We <laughs> could
2: do an episode on what's been with, wrong with Men of the West. It's kind of unclear who would listen
0: to it, but we <laughs> mm-hmm. could do it. Well, hopefully the only person that needs to listen to it is Games Workshop, because please fix that leech. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I'm pretty sure they're not listening. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like the most <laughs> iconic legion movie moment for the entire series the whole climax and it is <laughs> nobody like this. <laughs> yeah uh, i'm actually i'm actually uh taking it to your tournament matt for one of the five games but i would no, never really? take okay, it great. unseriously so <laughs> so because you you claimed that it's uh that a it's lot of themed, people play more yeah. casually and it's themed so i can't wait to lose horribly in round five <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right well that will be um that will be a thing to see and then I'll never take it again. Yes, um, yeah. You know, some some people may call it going down in flames. You will call it going down in a blaze of
0: glory. Well, hopefully, I uh, I actually just suck it up the whole time, so I don't win my first four games and then end up against this like monstrous army with men of the west, right? At a well, thousand re- points. <laughs> well,
2: remember, it's not um, it's not Swiss
0: paired. Okay, good. So, so yeah, should be okay.
2: Yeah. All right. So uh, so Mick. Um, do you want to take us through sure. the, the first and foremost of the uh, Rohan
1: legendary legions? So it's from Gondorat Gondorad War book, and it's called The Riders of Theoden. It contains Theoden, uh, who is riding an armored horse, uh, carrying his shield, and dressed in the heavy armor. Then we have Eomer uh, with armored horse and shield. Who can also have a throwing spear. Then we have Dernhelm, Fearwine, uh, Gamling, uh, who can bring his uh, Royal Son of Rohan, Elfhelm, and additionally we have captains of Rohan on horses, riders of Rohan, and Rohan Royal Guard. Basically, all of the models in this vision are mounted. Um, the rules for it include: um, Riders of Theoden must always include King Theoden who is, surprise, surprise, the Army's leader. And Dernhelm may be deployed as part of Elfhelm's warband if you wish so. If you do this, Dernhelm will count as an independent hero. Uh, The special rules are Ride for Ruin and the World's Ending. So friendly Rohan cavalry models gain plus one strength on a turn in which they charge, which is the standard um, bonus for Rohan anyway. And then we have the second special rule, uh
2: death, death. Oh, you know, i was wondering i was wondering if you're going to pronounce it correctly and you did death, death.
1: Death, death. Death.
2: Death. i'm sorry what what was the rule again right now but, but what was the
1: rule again once per game (laughs) 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 at the start of any fight phase, so long as he is alive and on the battlefield. Theodang can declare that he is using his ability. Every friendly Rohan hero within 12 inches may declare either a heroic combat or a heroic strike without expending might points to do so. So essentially um, what this is, is if you are playing Rohan and you are not bringing allies, then you are probably playing the Riders of Rohan, Legendary Legion. Um, because all it does really is give you this additional really cool uh, death special rule, um, which can be really, really good if you have multiple heroes in combat or if you're about to get them into combat. Other than that, it's basically just sort of the, well, this is, this is basically Rohan at its finest, charging in and destroying everything on their way. Um. Yeah. What do you guys think?
2: So yeah. the first thing I think is that it would be really great if you know we had some some editing back up to this podcast, so we could have actually overlaid the music instead of having you sing it sure. as you read the rule. <laughs> That would have been great. Da, but da, da, not gonna
0: happen. <laughs> <laughs> Keep talking about yeah, I, yeah. I was just thinking I would listen to an entire episode of you singing, Mick. So true.
2: Um, but you know, un- unfortunately, one of the, the, the price of putting this podcast out once a week or so is that we don't edit this. So uh, yeah, you, you just get the raw material, and the raw material includes Mick singing. So sorry guys. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I mean this is this is the, the legendary legion that you see probably like 80% of the time when you see Rohan on the table. And you know, the only the only downside to this list is not a downside for the person playing it. I think it's a downside kind of for the it's a downside kind of for theme. And that's of that 80% of the time that you're seeing the writers of Thaed and Legendary Legion, probably about 60% of those occasions um it's like the people who designed this list stopped reading the army composition section once they got to captain of rohan with horse so you get you get like this collection of heroes all riding together across the table Mm -hmm. um and then somebody calls death and then they all like charge on and you know so they they charge in they kill like 16 figures and then someone is called death and then (laughs) they they charge on again and they kill another 16 figures and and that's the army. Meanwhile, you know, I guess the rest of the like five thousand guys that made the huge um march from mm-hmm. Rohan to get here in time for this battle are just politely sitting on top of the hill, you know, clapping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh guys, <laughs> you got this. <laughs> we're, r- we're right, we're right <laughs> behind you morally. Yeah, for some um,
1: for some time there was this whole uh idea of this legendary legion where you had some captains just riding forward with Théoden. And like, mm-hmm. you had an 800-point list of like 10 captains uh, and Théoden and uh, Gambling.
0: Yeah, well, especially, I, especially at the time yeah.
1: when Gambling was was giving might points back to everybody with, uh, within three inches. Yeah, not, I just, think not, this not Legion just one is one why moment. they
0: nerfed Gambling, right?
1: <laughs> yes. So.
0: Yeah,
2: exactly. Um, yeah, well, yeah, back before the Gambling nerf, um, that was definitely the way to mm-hmm. run this Legion, because you, you know, gambling would suddenly be like generating eight might points a turn <laughs> It's ridiculous to fuel this army <laughs> forward. Yeah, you were fir- first
1: getting the the, the the free heroic combat for uh, the first time, and then afterwards you were just getting all the free might. <laughs> yeah, and,
2: and exactly. Yeah. And you know, it, 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 it was kind of fun to play because it took all the agonizing out of the decisions about when to spend might or not because there was only one answer and that was spend the might. <laughs> all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Oh, always spend, spend the might. I need to spend two might to kill this one more warrior. It sure. <laughs> you know?
0: mm-hmm.
2: Ooh, I, I could I could pass this. Uh, you know, I've rolled a one on my jump test. Ah, point of might. Yeah. <laughs> <You
0: know? laughs> um, started giving your opponent might just to be like you could use this right now. Here you go. Yeah, exactly.
1: So. Yeah, but also, it was it was a case where like you had a captain of Rohan who's already strength four. Give him an axe. He's strength five. Mm-hmm. Um, then he charges in uh gets this the, the the bonus plus one strength on charge He's strength six causing her a combat and then and then burns off all the might anyway and mm-hmm.
2: and if he's close and if he's within 12 inches of theoden then he's fight five too right yes yes <laughs> so yeah that, that was the that was the theoden and all captains so
1: like if you're if you're not fighting purely against against an elven list everything else just. Loses like 20 models Uh-oh. on turn yeah. one, <laughs> 20 models so on turn yeah. two. Game, ends.
2: yeah, you had these fight five, Frank six, uh, captains blowing through yes. the enemy. Meanwhile, Elf sitting in the back going, Why am I even here? Like, why did I come? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right.
0: I just picture like the entire like line of riders on the hill just decided to go on strike, and the heroes <laughs> are like, Really now? Is this the time? Let's just yeah. go. Um, all right, so enough
2: reminiscing about the good old days before the gambling went Earth, I think this. I mean, there there was a, there was a lot of hue and cry about the gambling nerf, and there was a lot of wailing and gnashing of teeth by the Rohan players. And I think at the end of the day, the gambling nerf was,
1: fine. yeah,
2: yeah. It, if fine. it wasn't precisely the right call, it was it was fine. And yeah. um, you know, I think it it does transform this list. It it, it it provides an incentive to take somebody who isn't a hero in this list, mm-hmm. and I think that was a good thing.
0: That said, though you're still taking like five or six heroes, you just now have twenty to twenty four riders behind them. So you're yeah. still calling lots of death, and you still have tons of heroes. And um, since there's literally no downside, I don't think you play pure Rohan mounted without taking this legion. It's no. really only if you want to take allies, right? Because right. there's just or, no reason not to.
2: Or or you get well, I mean, you know, or you you've you've always wanted to do Earl the Young and a bunch of um, sure and a bunch of his rabid (laughs) axe-wielding kids.
0: Yeah. Um. But I mean, uh, that said, it's also probably one of the most successful legions because it's both competitive and looks exactly like the movie. So I think that it's a really successful legion in that regard that you want to play it. It does well in games. But it also captures a scene in the movie that's iconic in a way that's just brilliantly representative. So, well, well it
2: does now. I mean, but before the gambling nerf, what it captures sure. is a
0: scene where, like, you
2: know, half a, half a dozen guys ride down and slaughter the entire orc mm-hmm. army by themselves while everybody else watches. Um, that but, was the theatrical uh, cut, Matt. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: right. <laughs> we all watch the extended um, now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's, I can
2: imagine them watching that on film, and Peter Jackson doing, you know, this really doesn't work. <laughs> we we just didn't have the else. CG
0: budget by the theater release, so yeah. hey, we hey, added are, the writers in post.
2: Hey, are, are there a bunch of girls uh, in from writing schools that are available that we could uh, um, tape some beards on <laughs> and throw in the background because we really need some extras here? Yeah, but uh, yeah, okay, um, uh, but yeah, and, and that's the and, and the. The tactic for this Legion is the massive charge where you, you, you go in on the first turn, you charge in with as many heroes as you can and many other guys as you can tagged in with them. And then you call death and you do it all again. And you hope that breaks your opponent.
0: Um, mm-hmm. And it probably will. <laughs> and it probably uh, will.
2: Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, it's an awesome list. Okay. So.
2: Uh, here Uh, I'm going to, here, here's what we'll do. We need to
0: switch books now.
2: Yeah, we got to switch books and we're going to go to, um, all right, so let's do, the next one is the Defenders of Helm's Deep. And Rob, I'm going to throw this over to you and I'm going to talk about, I'm going to turn off my screen for just a second, but in the meantime, feel free to go forward with XP.
0: Well, um, that is all well and good because this legion is another one of those that is so massive that by the time I read off all the options, um, Matt will be back with us. So Mm -hmm. the Defenders of Helm's Deep, this is a legion that represents, um, shockingly, the scene of the defense of Helm's Deep. And it is a legion that kind of mixes Rohan, the three hunters, and the Lothlorien Elves, which is very cool. Yeah, this this is a very cool legion. Yeah, very, very cool. Um, so for army composition, you have Thaden, King of Rohan with heavy armor, and he's the option of a shield. You have Gambling with the option of his royal standard. Um, Aldor, the Rohan archer, and Haleth, son of Hema, the two plucky civilians that are taken from the caves to fight on the walls. Um, the king's huntsman, who... If you're ever taking him, this is probably the legion to do it, but you're never taking him. Um, Captain of Rohan, with all of his plethora of options that he can take, except for a horse, because nobody in this legion can be mounted. Um, Aragorn Strider with armor. Legolas Greenleaf with the option for armor and an elven cloak. Gimli with the option for a cloak. Haldir with heavy armor and a bow, and the option for a cloak, and then Galathrim Captain with the option for a bow or a shield, and then you've got Warrior of Rohan, Rohan Royal Guard, and Galathrim Warrior as your troop type um, options that have all of what they could take in their normal lists except for um, horses in the case of the Rohan Royal Guard, because um, nobody gets horses, and actually, no, they can take a banner. So so basically, it's the entirety of the, the foot of the Rohan list with some elves sprinkled in and the three hunters, which is very, very cool. Um, for your additional rules, you have to include Feoden, who is always the army leader, not too surprising there. Um, all models from this Legendary Legion must have the infantry keyword, which is great, but it's not like you have the option to do it in, um, any other way anyway. And then the defenders of Helm's Deep Legendary Legion may only have a max of 33% of its models with the Lorian keyword. So basically what it's saying is that, you know, your bow limit is also made up of elves. For your special rules, you have fight in ranks, and this is one that is copied across a couple of the legions and is very exciting. Rohan infantry models with throwing spears can use them as standard spears in addition to their normal use um, as throwing spears. However, you can't um, throw a spear in the shooting phase and then use it as a spear in the combat phase. So basically giving Rohan the spear supports that they have never had in the history of the game until now. Uh, give them a volley models from this legendary legion armed with either a bow long bow or elf bow may increase the range of their type of bow from 24 inches to 30 inches provided they have not moved that turn which is really good that you have um, extra range on your elf bows. And then fall back to the keep. If this force is broken, then warrior models from this force add one to their courage value. Additionally, if this force is broken, friendly warrior models may reroll failed courage tests while within six inches of Thaden, which is actually not terrible, but it's not really the reason you're taking the Legion. It's just like a nice little benefit on top because by the time you're broken, first Théoden's going to auto-pass for you um, as a Hero of Legend, and then you probably have enough heroes to make to stand fast your army. But it's a nice little bonus that makes Théoden... uh gives him a little something to bring to the Legion outside of just being compulsory, so that's nice.
1: There's a cool niche niche use for it as well, mm-hmm. if, you, if you were to move your guys first before you wanted to move Théoden.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true, absolutely. Um, yeah, so this is also a pretty popular legion, and um, I believe that a good amount of people used to bring this to tournaments in the GBHL. Correct me if I'm wrong, Mick, and do really oh, yeah. well with it as well. Um, I think much that as
1: it came out, uh, I think yeah. Jay was Jay was playing it at the other GT just before the pandemic. Mm-hmm.
0: I think the big the big question you have in this legion um, traditionally was whether or not you take Aragorn. I think before the gambling nerf. The answer was almost always no. I think after the gambling nerf, there's a bit more of a role for Aragorn. He might not be what you go with, but it's one of the few places where you can get him to fight seven, because as long as he's fighting near the kid, then um, he gets boosted to fight seven, along with your warriors going up to um, fight four or five, respectively, depending on if they're warriors or royal guard. I think the um, elf shooting both Uh, Both on the warriors with just Galathrum warriors with spears and elf bows with extended range is fantastic. Uh, And just having spear support elves behind your Rohan battle line that um, that themselves have throwing spears is really, really good. I think the fact that you can combine Legolas and Haldir plus all of this shooting and still have, you know, Fade in and like a gambling is really good and just the the amount of throwing spears that you can cram into the list is, is really scary so you have some elves that are shooting downrange pulling the enemy towards you but then when they get there it's almost like a trap because you've got 20 throwing spears coming at them um, right afterwards which is really deadly, and especially in scenarios that reward shooting. I think you ran into that not not long ago, right, Mick? Where throwing spears just decimated you on Clash by Moonlight. So, so yeah. Yes. I think it is a. I think it is a very cool list. I think it's a very competitive list, and and um, and I like it a lot.
1: Yeah, it's probably my favorite legion for Rohan. Mm-hmm. There's just there's just so many cool tools that it has, and um, mm-hmm. I always like throwing spears. And here it's like. Mm-hmm. You use the throwing spears, but at the same time, they are actually useful af- afterwards, not just mm-hmm. not just the throwing th- throwing spears. And so that's been that's been always missing in Rohan. It also so, just
0: it's finally um, you can do a Rohan battle line of infantry, mm, which yeah. which looks impressive as well. Because yeah. I mean, they have throwing spears, but they also still have their axes, so they, they just get a lot better for it.
2: Yeah. So so I'm curious, Nick, you, What's your opinion on? Um,
1: the Rel'Han Royal Guard in this list? So they can go into Fight fi- Value 5 uh, if they're near the kid. Also, they can be uh, boosted to Fight 5 with the Lothlorian Warriors. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it is the sort of list where if you're putting a lot of Lothlorien in there, you don't really have enough points to just be spamming too many too many guards so it's uh it's uh, it's a tricky one it's it, it's it's going to depend on your on your composition of your of your heroes like if you if you're taking aragorn you probably want to bring uh more troops with you but if you're if you bring someone like Gambling, then then you can probably afford the the rohan guard mm-hmm.
2: yeah i mean i've always so i've seen people who like kind of max out the the royal guard on this and then they give them throw on, throwing spears i I frankly have have been somewhat puzzled by that just because, I mean, one of the prime advantages of, the, of this list is the fact that you can take these Galadriel warriors with bow and they no mm-hmm. longer need to be like one third, you know, your bows are limited to the one third of the number of elves you have. It's yeah. one third of the number of <laughs> figures that you yeah. have. Yeah. Um, and a royal guard with a throwing spear is 12 points and a yeah. Galadrum warrior with a... A uh, spear and a bow is twelve points, and I always thought that the the thirty inch bow on the gladrum with the guaranteed fight five was That's the strong. better call.
1: Yeah, um, and also if you if you're taking s- basic warriors, then you can have more Galadhrim because yeah. uh, basic warrior even even with throwing spear and shield is nine. Yeah, so you mm-hmm. get three ro- uh, royal guards for the price of four uh basic warriors Mm -hmm. yeah um i think it's
0: nice to have a few um royal guards sprinkled in just for the bodyguard but um but i would spam them probably
2: Mm. yeah i think that's i i mean i think that's where i come out there are and by the way there there as you pointed out nick there's there's a bunch of kind of funky tricks in this list that are probably worth pointing out one is the ability to to take aragorn and um what's his name Haleth. Uh, yeah, Haleth, son of Hama, mm-hmm. um, to get Aragorn up to uh fight seven. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Aldor, who's a one might he's he's the guy with the shaky hand that um
0: yeah.
2: mm-hmm. has only hits on fives, but he gets to shoot first and re-roll his um both his two hits and his wounds. And because he's only got one point of might, um having Haleth and Aldor kind of like standing next to Gal to um mm-hmm. Gambling. Uh, gambling early yeah. on in the game uh, mm-hmm. is a useful trick because you can just mm-hmm. you can just use that bite point to do you know that free might point that gambling's because because this is not a list that kind of like moves towards its opponent typically this is a list that makes its opponent move toward it mm-hmm. just because of all the the shooting that's thrown in there and you have those you know, g- gambling is not going to be spending you know his is not going to be using his banner ability. To like make sure you get like the guy who can call the heroic move mm-hmm. next turn early on in the game, and you can use him just to, um, you know, with these one near these one might heroes just to mm-hmm. turn them into might generators to do extra damage early on. Mm-hmm. And, that's and
1: if you have Argon as well, then 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 you're just limit then you're just generating countless points of might.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And and you know, ga- you know, gambling, you know, not on the horses. You know, at one hundred and five points, he's not terribly expensive. Mm-hmm um which is one of the neat things about this is because there are guys that aren't on horses the the leaders are you know cheaper than they otherwise would be and you can like this this list has a bunch of kind of like decently priced leaders mm-hmm. to go along with its decently priced foot mm-hmm. um that you can put in
1: there yeah but then once once you start putting all those decently priced leaders you you end up spending like four hundred points on your leaders anyway. Yeah, mm, yeah. So. Well,
2: so that that's the thing. You can't take which all is, of the yeah, leaders. Yeah,
1: which is which is because also a... also why you probably shouldn't always be spamming the royal Guard.
2: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You do have to. This list can go in a bunch of different directions with its little tricks, um, and you need the. You can't go in every direction at once. You need to like choose two or three of them, and then mm-hmm. that's what you're doing. Yeah. But, yeah, this is a fun list to play.
0: Yeah, I I think the only downside is that Theoden on foot is fairly squishy and not particularly useful, so you have to protect him. Um, But if that's your only tax for taking the Legion, there are far worse things out there. Yeah, Yeah.
2: although I I will say Theoden is tougher than he looks when he's on foot if he's in the middle of a battle line.
0: Right. And in this list, he's probably behind it, frankly. Yeah. Uh,
2: I mean, he may be or I mean, you may be committing him against ordinary troops. This Mm -hmm. is this is a list that very much wants to have these like one figure holes in its shield Mm -hmm. wall that you can like, you know, insert hero of choice. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if if there's a if there's a big, scary hero at the other end of that hole, then you throw in Aragorn. If it's Mm -hmm. just an ordinary guy, then you throw in Théoden.
1: Yeah, but it's also it's also one of those lists where if you do have mm-hmm. Argorn, then he's not going to be your leader, and so you don't really care mm-hmm. about losing him or throwing him into into scary situations.
2: Yep, um, I mean especially since mm-hmm. he's fight seven because he's like the perfect yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean that I don't know about you guys, but that's how I typically fight this list. Is I've got this I've got this like two deep shield wall of like elves and uh, Rohirrim guys on foot that you know occasionally will have a one one infantry figure file open in it. And then I got a bunch of leaders kind of standing behind the line mm-hmm. and I wait for the other guys to charge me cause they're gonna cause otherwise I'm gonna shoot him. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, all right, so which leader do I wanna send into this hole?
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, so. absolutely. Yeah, I really like it. I also like just how many options you have for characters, so it's mm. very modular. Um, you yeah. can build it really shooty. You can build it yeah. a little bit more fighty. You can build a little bit of tech with um, with lots of might generation. Um, yeah, it's just really really cool.
2: Yep, mm-hmm. lots of stuff to do. Yeah. All right. Shall so we talk about the, the
0: the sleeper list of Theodrid's guard? I love this legion.
2: Um, I'm sorry, I sorry. So- I actually don't think this is necessarily the sleeper list, but
0: um, I, I and this is a list I confess I have never played. So uh, I've, I've actually played this one quite a bit, so I can talk about that yeah. after. Yeah. All right. I've, I've never good.
1: played it or against it. Uh,
2: okay,
0: well, let's talk about what's in it.
2: So, Theodred's guard, of course, has Theodred, heir of Rohan, mm-hmm. and he can take a horse, a shield, or a throwing spears. Well, and throw and or throwing spears, shield spears. Um, with him can be Elfhelm, captain of Rohan, um, okay, uh, and Grimbold of Grimslade. So this is where you can insert Grimbold if you want. Um, that that is the the two handed axe on foot guy who can give you uh, uh, strength for Rohan. Uh, you can also have captains of Rohan. Um, these captains can have uh, horses, and as can Elfhelm, uh, and you have. Your warrior options are Warriors of Rohan, Riders of Rohan, Rohan Royal Guard, who can take horses if you like, and Rohan Outriders. So this is, I think, the first appearance of Rohan Outriders in a legendary legion. And additional rules, uh, true to its name, Théodred's Guard Force must always include Théodred. That's hardly a surprise, and he must be the leader, uh, which can be a bit complicating, given that he has a tendency to ride forth and die. Special rules. Um uh protect the prince. All models in this force gain the sworn protector Theodrid rule. So that means uh basically everybody in this list is immune to uh courage tests unless and until Theodrid dies. Am right? That's what yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it well it's it but sworn protector is I think bodyguard except it's on a it chooses the figure for you instead of you yeah. getting to choose.
0: All oh, right. Yeah. Um, but which, mechanically, it's bodyguard. Yeah, yeah. mechanically, yeah.
2: it's bodyguard. Yeah, it's bodyguard. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the next rule is Riders of Theodrid, Captains of Rohan, Riders of Rohan, and Rohan Royal Guard treat Theodrid as if he were Theoden for the purposes of their rise, Riders of Theoden special rule so that means that captains of rohan riders of rohan and rohan royal guard if they are charging into combat uh get the one up in fight value as long as they're within i believe it's 12 inches of Mm theodrid um and then this rule also has the fight in ranks rule which is the same thing we just learned about where where guys on foot with uh throwing spears can um uh, use them as uh, regular spears if they do not throw them in the shooting phase. One thing that is notably absent from this list is um, so you're done? uh Well, yeah, Theoden is absent. <laughs> um, but uh, The, the riders of Rohan are, I, I don't think you count them out, for bow limits
0: here correct oh, yes. correct yeah they are um, part of the bow limit yes they are
2: part of the bow limit um so you can't this is not a list where you can go like all riders of rohan with this you could go you know like two-thirds mounted royal guard if you wanted to and mm-hmm. one-third riders of rohan um but uh the riders of rohan you know somebody noticed that they had bows and you know the the bow collectors came by and said, nope, too many. <laughs> um, so I think generally you're going to be doing kind of a mixed foot and uh, mounted list with this. Um, and I mean, again, ha- having, having never played with or against this, for me at least, the things that jump off the page at me are the protective prince rule. So this is a, um, we're, we are the fearless Rohan army until Théodred dies. The other thing that jumps off the page is that this is one of those lists that revolves around a certain figure that figure mm-hmm. is theodrid and theodrid as we discussed in the prior episode has a tendency to go herring off on his own if left unsupervised and getting himself killed and i i think when that happens um the rest of the list uh, collapses. So,
1: mm-hmm.
2: anyway, Rob, you said you you have you have played this and played against it. So, yes.
0: Yeah, so, um, of your I I have never um, played it at an event yet. I've only played it, you know, casually at home. Well, not casually, but competitively at home. Um, and I haven't taken it to an event specifically because the world shut down shortly after this book dropped. Right. So, I plan to try to take it to more um, events. But having just played the list, it might be my favorite one because it is the only legendary legion for rohan that lets you actually play kind of a mixed combined arms army where both the infantry and the cavalry are both necessary and effective and it's got a lot of flexibility um it also doesn't hurt that i really loved the very lore behind it in the books with the fords of Isen and all of that but um I i think you you are absolutely right that one of the big things that jump out is the army-wide bodyguard, and it's it's kind of hard to understate how useful Never Taking Courage Test is. Now, yes, Theodred himself is pretty squishy if you commit him into kind of bad combats or he gets singled out or, I mean, the biggest the biggest fear is always magic, right? So like, especially flying magic or something that can kill him without him being able to have a lot of agency in the situation. But because of the way you're usually building the list, which is more of an infantry battle line supported by cavalry, you usually are able to block off lanes both for him and against him and start to kind of commit him into pockets where he can, you know, hit something hard, do a lot of damage, but not be overly threatened. Now, obviously, you know, Fog of War and, you know, battle plans fall apart as soon as the uh, lines are joined kind of thing. So, you know, if you misplay that can obviously backfire on you, but, um, I, I've always played it with, uh, more or less a huge infantry line, all with throwing spears and majority of them are Helmingas and then about two thirds Helmingas, a third Royal guard. And then a contingent of like two outriders on horses, and then somewhere between like five and six on foot with bows, and then all four heroes, right? So Theodred, Grimbold, um, Elfhelm, and a captain. the The cavalry are not riders of Rohan; they're always royal guard, uh, throwing spears where you can take them, and they kind of they kind of go around and follow Theodred around, and they're his little like escort that also happen to be fight five on the charge, which is wonderful. Um, but when you have an entire battle line that is uh, fearless, has throwing spears, and has strength five when the when the lines clash, yes, they don't have the highest defense, but that is actually remarkably killy. And especially if you've got the fight four Royal Guard behind them that you can throw into fights where they need the higher fight. Um, I've played this against the um, Lending Legendary Legion that should wipe the floor with it and one, um, just because, you know, the list is frustratingly killy and with all of the throwing spears there you only need a few outriders to kind of throw a few arrows down range and pull the enemy towards you a little bit and then they're in range of all your throwing spears um and because all of your troops are helmingas and yes you can say why not make them regular um rohiram but it comes down to math if you took away the 24 or so helmingas that you take and turn them into warriors of rohan you get like three extra guys which is usually not worth losing strength four or strength five across your army and yeah and it's just it's a it's a very flexible list where you have a battle line that can go toe to toe with other battle lines and actually kill stuff so it's not just your heroes killing things and then you've got Elfhelm, who's a great kind of utility tool who can't fight other heroes, but with his um throwing spear, he can go in and he can kind of muck up other people's horses or, you know, be kind of a bit of a flexible player. Grimbold usually is at the back calling heroic moves, but he also makes a really good bodyguard for like Theodrid or the other heroes, because if he can be in a fight where the other hero can win the fight, he's really good at killing stuff, right? So he's just kind of a full multiplier. And then the captain who can charge in at the fight five and still has the axe is just the is another um good utility character, and he also brings March if you need it to bring your battle line up. So I, I'm not necessarily willing to say that compared to Riders of Théoden or the Defenders of Helm's Deep, it is, you know, the most competitive Rohan Legion, but I think it's actually a lot better than a lot of people give it credit. And it's also really fun to play because it's a very different style of Rohan than just I'm all cavalry or I'm all infantry. Um, so yeah, I plan to bring it to an event when I can, and um, and I encourage people to give it a try. So
1: so I have a question. So with the limited number of heroes that you have in it, mm-hmm. is it the case that you would only play it at lower points levels, like 500, maybe 600, and it's not really playable at like 800 or 1,000? I actually 000?
0: think it's uh, it's playable at 800. It's unplayable at 1,000. So at okay. 800, you get all four of the heroes and a pretty good amount of troops. So um, it, obviously you start running into things that are scary, but it still has some play. I think at lower level points it's really really strong just because again fearless good troops kind of flexible heroes that are very cheap but effective like Theodrid I think a couple um couple people in the GBHL I think Ali King has been bringing it a yeah, lot of lower I points think, and being successful with it
1: I think I think there was a tournament so, a few months ago or even or even the start of this year uh like with uh with the pandemic I don't, I don't know which which one it might have been but it was like 450 points or 5 mm-hmm. yeah it must have been 450 and I'm pretty sure there was the writers of Theatre that won it. I,
0: I know so Ali um, King has been t- has taken it a few times mm-hmm. and I think he just won the GBHL, right? So he had he to did, have won yeah. with it a couple times. So yeah. So I think, yes, I think at lower points, it's good. I think at lower points, it competes with Helm's Legion, which we haven't covered, but is obviously mm. extraordinarily strong. I think um, I think at like 700, you can still get all the heroes and a good amount of troops. And that's a kind of a good niche for it. But I've played it at 800. And yes, there are probably lists that will really make it suffer at that points level, but it also has a lot more play. Um, just like the army-wide bodyguard alone is so strong, right? Because yeah. when you run into a lot of the armies that focus on terror, just knowing that you're never going to have to worry about that. And then if you do break, knowing that you're not all going to run, even if that means you have to kind of start hiding Theodrid somewhere where he can't get into trouble. Um,
2: (laughs) I I can imagine like Theodrid's staff going, look guys, whatever we do, we just can't let him charge anything.
0: (laughs) Well, at some point you realize that Theodrid is going to do more harm than good. So he voluntarily dismounts so he can't get into trouble, but still, gives the 12 inch bubble for plus one fight right for all of the cavalry so so like you can hide him behind the battle line if you don't need him to be the primary source of killing and and with you know access to fight four and strength five across your battle line you don't always need him to be the thing to kill Mm -hmm. troops right usually usually heroes are there because they need to kill efficiently but the helmingas actually do it pretty well especially when you can throw on your way in with a throwing spear and then still have a spear support behind you so you're getting a lot of dice to win the fight so yeah, so I um I think it's a good legion. I probably not the best, but um, very playable, very fun, very different to playing other Rohan lists, and I like it quite a bit. So, so
2: here here's just a quick question regarding Theodrid rather than his legion in particular. If if he is mounted and you've you know you've got him kind of surrounded by three other mounted guys so that he can't charge. If the enemy gets somebody within six inches of him and there is a like one inch wide gap between two of those cavalry models, must he then dismount to charge?
0: Ooh. You know, I, I, I don't know. I've, I've never actually I've never actually played it that way or been in that situation. But that's probably worth checking because I think the answer suck. to that may well, be yes.
1: I think, I think I, the answer is yes, because it says Theodot must charge an enemy more if he is able to do so. And by dismounting, he would be able to do so. But can you yeah. charge
0: after you dismount? You yeah. can, as long yeah, you as can. you uh, have as not with more than six inches. Yeah. yeah. So technically, it's anyone within seven inches because when you dismount, you get an extra inch of movement off of it. Oh right? yeah, fair point. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it might <laughs> actually, actually be even worse.
2: But well, and and, by, and that may mean that the gap may actually be able to be smaller than one inch and still have to go out because <laughs> you're you're going to end up putting him next to. Um, the cavalry model. So, Ooh, yeah. yes, yeah, I'm not sure if that changes the, geom- I'm sure but that changes the geometry somewhat
0: that said, and you're not wrong. When you play the Legion enough times and you get used to using Theodrid, you get a lot better about making sure that if he's pulled into fights, your opponent's only pulling him into fights, he either can win or is at least not going to be a nuisance, right? Like he's fighting like Krabane and yes, he's not contributing, but he's not dying. And by not dying, he's making your army fearless, right? And that's enough. So, yeah. but I guess his Royal Guard Bodyguard needs to go into a true flying V from now on. No gas. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Yep. Well, I mean, it, it only matters if, if the enemy can get somebody within
2: six inches yeah. of it. Because um, yeah. it's not like, you know, he's going to go herring off ten inches through that gap, but still. Yeah,
0: yeah I say, um, if this Legion did not have the fight in ranks rule, I'd say it was total trash, but because it can do the fight in ranks, um, and it's the only place where you can do that for Helmingas, I think it's actually quite good, and I encourage people to give it a try.
2: Alright, so. Right, so Mick, I think Oh, actually, no, you can't, you don't have the book here. here I, before, I don't so. have the book, you know. So we're back to Rob for the Riders of Aemur.
0: For the Riders of Aemur. So everything that I said about uh, the Theodred's Legion, I'm about to unsay about Riders of Aemur, <laughs> but let us, which I've also played a lot and regret every time. Um, <laughs> so, our Riders of Arimer, um this is meant to kind of capture the scene where Aemur and Gandalf arrive at Helm's Deep and relieve the, you know, beleaguered defenders and ride down the hill and what is at least one of the top five most epic scenes in the movies.
1: So no. at
0: dawn, look to the east to the king. I don't even know if there's music overlaying that, but in any case, so army composition, Aomer, Marshal of the Rittermark on horse. He can take a shield and throwing spears. He cannot take an armored horse. Um, you have Erkenbrand, Captain of Rohan on horse and Gandalf the White on shadow facts. Uh, Then you can take General Captain of Rohan on horse with all the regular options. And your only troop availability is Riders of Rohan, though they can take everything that they would otherwise have access to. Additional rules. A Riders of Aomer Force must include Eomer, Marshal of the Rittermark. Mm Eomer is always the army's leader. Fine. All models in a Riders of Aomer Force must be cavalry models, which again is one of those rules that doesn't really have a distinction because it's not like you can take infantry anyway. And then uh, riders of Rohan within this legendary legion do not come up towards your forces forces bow limit. So you can take an entire army of riders. In fact, you must. The special rules are to the king, friendly Rohan cavalry models within 12 inches of armor gain plus one strength on a turn in which they charge. So it's just a limited version of the Rohan army bonus and it's tied to Aemur. And look to the sun. Once per battle, so long as Gandalf is alive and in your force, you can declare that you are using this ability at the start of any friendly move phase. Until the end of the enemy turn, or until the end of the turn, enemy models that are engaged with or supporting a model engaged with any friendly cavalry models that made a charge and that turn suffer a minus one penalty to their dual roles. So um, in layman's terms, if you, once per game, you can, call this thing and anybody who any of your cavalry that's charged their enemies at minus one to hit in that um subsequent dual role
1: they're all under the effects um, of the shade
0: yes so once again the what can i say about this legion so <laughs> i i actually really dislike this legion a lot and i really want to like it because again i think it's a very cool um theme but the the ho- why, just why, right? Like you, when you could just play, just taking this Legion without the Legion rules, um, you could ally Gandalf the White as a green ally. So you're not losing anything. So the only thing he's getting is the ability to lead riders in this Legion, which you don't need because you'll never have the numbers to go above, you know, what you are getting with Amer and Urkenbrand. And then you just you always get plus one strength on the charge without having to be near A.M. Now, granted, mm-hmm. 12 inches is a pretty like big bubble range, so it should cover most of where the fighting is, but it just seems like a hamstring. He does not count as Théoden for the Arise Riders of Théoden, which if he did, I think would change the equation because I think then it would be a lot better. Um, and the reason is I've played this army against uh isengard for example which according to the movie should be their prime enemy and even with look to the sun up when you charge in i'm losing more fights than i'm winning to just like basic uruk fights because i don't have the fight right and if i don't roll the six which is not a guarantee on two dice um, and you don't have any mega banners, so you're only going to be within three inches of a banner potentially. Then, like, it doesn't matter if they're at minus one because they're going to win if they roll a six and they have more attacks than I do, or at least as many attacks as I do. So, I I don't feel like you're getting anything. And the trade off is, is that you can't have access to any of the good Rohan cavalry, like Royal Guard, um, you so that you can like sprinkle in some some cavalry that way. And so, it just it's. It's just kind of like a why, why play this? Why would you choose to play this, right? I don't I don't love it. Um, yes, it's cool that you have Gandalf, but the fact that you basically have to take Gandalf uh, to make any use of the rules in this Legion anyway, um, that's really expensive after you take Gandalf and Aomer. And so you're really gonna be hurting for troops. You have no way to mitigate courage. So you um, you probably at some point are taking Urkenbrand too for the Horn and for the March. And at that point, you definitely don't have enough troops, so it just—it's it, not one that I particularly like. I, I love it thematically, and I'll play it in casual games. But in games where a reasonable opponent knows what they're doing, I just feel like I'm playing Rohan with, you know, an easterling hand behind my back, kind of thing. So, and maybe <laughs> like, you feel differently. I'd love to hear your
1: thoughts. But. I think this, this this special rule, don't you think that this is what blinding light should have been. And yes, absolutely. This is what yes. Gandalf Dwight should have had in his rules as something like cast on a five and then the target model and all models within three inches of it receive minus one to their dual role, this 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 turn or something, something along these lines. Or, or he casts. I
2: mean, he cast it on himself, right? Yeah. Or, or, then, even, or
1: even or on himself, and, and like, then
2: everybody within three inches or six inches yeah, of him
0: yeah. gets this bonus. It's yeah. almost yeah. like a terrifying aura. I mean, boss, if right, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, if it, if it was casting on yourself, then you would be affecting probably too much, too much, too, too much of an army, and like
0: mm-hmm.
1: instead of charging in, people charging at you would be getting this this negative thing. But like, mm-hmm. if you if you were to go pick that figure over there, models within a couple of inches. Get the get, get the miners. They get blinded. Yeah, but, right. but but that's not how it works,
2: right? I mean, it's it's, it's not like he casts this and like some orc like burst into a pillar of fire. Right? <laughs> right. Um, I mean, he, it was coming out of his coming out of his staff. But I mean, it would essentially. Yeah, be... But it was coming in, in a single direction. It, it wasn't coming it, in all it, the directions. What it would do is it would turn him into a shade. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's yeah. it's a spell that you cast, and, and I don't think, by the way, that you. Um, I don't think this is something that you uh allow to to like be eternal if you were to make that. Yeah. Um, um but you know, w- when he cat you know, on a turn that he casts it, he's basically a shade.
1: Yeah. And figure. it's a, it's like a two hundred and forty point shade, which is fair enough. Yep. And you cast it on five plus or something like that for the yeah. turn.
0: Yep. Sure. Still yeah. wouldn't save this then, legion though.
1: <laughs> no, 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 it wouldn't. <laughs> but like you wouldn't have to like yeah. use use pages on this legion. You would yeah. just have it as a as a as a, as a cool blinding light rule. Yeah, yeah,
0: but, I, yeah. I think that's the problem. You nailed it. Is like this legion doesn't give you anything that makes it worth the pages no. over just building this out of the Rohan list with allies. In my opinion, I could be wrong, but I have had very little success with it. I've played it against armies that are really good and should beat it. I've played it against armies that it should compete with, and it still didn't feel very good. So it just doesn't it doesn't draw me back on anything other than a modeling level. The best I can say about it is. It's all plastic and fairly cheap to build. So if you're a (laughs) beginner, you know, buy Pelinor Fields and these two plastic bosques and you have a great army to go with it, I guess. But
2: yeah, Uh, well, well, I mean, Urkenbrand is brand isn't plastic, but that's true. But you don't have to run
0: Urkenbrand and you don't have the uh, points to do it because if you're at like 700 points, you can get like 20 riders on the two characters and that's any less than that, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you did and 10 now, writers with Urkenbrand, it's no good, right? Yeah.
2: Now, this one's this one's a fail. I'm not sure there's much more to be said about no, it no. other than to move on.
0: All it's right. a shame, but it's a fail.
2: Yep. Uh, okay, so uh, Paths of the Druidon. Um, so for those of you who um, saw the movies but didn't read the books, you have no idea what this list is. Uh, for those of you who read the books, you'll recognize this as... On the Approach March to the Pelennor Fields, um, Gonbregon and his friends led Rohan through secret paths uh, to get them there on time uh, and at the appointed place. And this is that list. This was a very curious choice for a legendary Legion given that it has kind of no parallel in the books, Um, but it's here. And uh, it, it, it's interesting. This is one that I have played a couple times. And um, I, I think this actually may be the sleeper list, um, at least in some circumstances, which we'll talk about in a moment. Mm-hmm. But um, so you can take for this list, uh, Theoden, King of Rohan on armored horse, and he can take his heavy armor and he can take his shield if you want. And usually you want. Uh, you also have Eomer, Marshal of the Rittermark, also on armored horse, and he gets his shield and his throwing spears if you want him to have them. Dernhelm can uh, be with this force, as can Deirwine, Chief of the King's Knights, uh, with horse. Elfhelm can be here with horse. Gambling can be here uh, with horse, along with the royal standard. Um, and in addition, you have Ganberigan, who is the, the one and only named Woes' leader who costs you. Uh, 65 points, and he can be a part of this list. And you can also have captains of Rohan with horse, riders of Rohan, Rohan Royal Guard with horse, uh, Rohan Outriders with horse. So there are the the Outriders making another appearance and Wozes Warriors. So your only foot with this list are the Woses. Everything from Rohan has to be on a horse as they are you know trotting their way to Pelennor Fields. That makes sense. Uh, and you have the additional rules. A path of the Druidan force must always include Théoden, King of Rohan, who's always the army's leader. All right, that makes sense. A path to the, uh, path of the Druidan force must always include Gon and a full warband of Woses. So that means since Gon is a hero of val- valor, 15 Woses, uh, And he is the only hero that can include Woses warriors in his warband. So basically you're going to have in this list Gonbregan, 15 Wozes, uh, Théoden, and then a bunch of heroes and riders and stuff like that on a horse. Um, And riders of Rohan within this legendary legion does not count toward your force's bow limit. uh, So you can have as many riders as you want. No problem there. Uh, The the special rules. So let's talk about the special rules because that's really what this list is all about. Um, the first is waypoints. At the start of the game, before either side is deployed, this legendary legion's controlling player may place three 25 millimeter waypoint markers anywhere on the board. Whilst within six inches of a friendly waypoint marker, friendly Rohan models do not suffer any penalties for moving or charging through difficult terrain. And that is, by the way, any difficult terrain. Uh, next one is kill orc folk. Friendly models may reroll ones to wound when making strikes against any orc goblin or orc model. Um, You know, that's useful to have in the right circumstances, but uh, isn't really the centerpiece of the list. And then know all paths. If during the movement phase, models from both sides have declared a heroic move and roll off is required to see which side's heroic move happens first, this force will gain a bonus to that roll. They would normally win a roll off on a four plus, they'll instead win on a three plus, they normally win on a one, two, or three. They will instead win on a one, two, three, or four. So basically, you have a two and three chance of winning the heroic move roll off, as opposed to a one and two chance. Um, and so it's the waypoint special rule and the no all pass special rule that make this uh, list an interesting choice. Um, and the way this list generally is constructed is you have to have your gun break and your fifteen losses. And then you have a whole bunch of cavalry along with some, you know, you've got Thayadin, obviously, and his cavalry. You're going to have gambling in here and some cavalry. And then depending on what points you have, because you've got a significant kind of woeses tax that goes with this list where you have to take Gonbury gone. He's 65 points. You have to take 15 point or 15 uh, figures of his buddies, which at nine points a pop is 135 points. So that means that you've got basically two hundred points of woeses in this list. Um, so this is not a list you are going to take at small points levels, because otherwise it's going to be Gonbray, Gon, fifteen woeses, Phaedon and like you know one other guy who's with him, and that's the force going to the Pelennor Fields. Um, this is a high point army, uh, and you need to figure out something useful to do with those two hundred points of woeses. Because uh, we, I don't think we've ever talked about Wozes on this podcast, but um they're they're fight three defense three guys. Yep. Um, and I'm just gonna have
0: to look it up. I haven't used them in a while.
1: They used to be yeah. great at seven points apiece. Now they're nine points apiece, and so they're, this, they're, this is probably the only time you will ever play them.
2: Yeah, it. it they uh, used I to think, be a staple
1: with Wood Elves and oh, Rohan, yeah. right before. Yeah,
2: or, or with ants and stuff like that. Yeah. But. um yeah, so oh. they're they're or, be, or behind
1: behind fountain guards, they were yeah. great.
2: They yeah. have they have a stock unseen special rule, so they basically have elven cloaks, but um these are and they, they come with, with poison blowpipes. Um so they have you know they can do damage at range, but these are not guys you want to have like fighting in a battle line against orcs, because mm-hmm. even though they have the hatred rule against the orcs, they go down pretty quickly with their mm-hmm. fight three, defense three. Um yeah
0: god they're so small i can't even find them in the book so this is
2: this is a legion you want to take Ah, if you think there's going to be a whole bunch of terrain on the board if there's a whole bunch of terrain on the board um all of a sudden your your wozes um especially if there's like forest which i think the the wozes are willing creatures they can run right through yeah um or they could you know hide um And and then the the Woz's tax is kind of less of a tax because they have a role. Um, The other thing that's useful about this is obviously the waypoints. And the waypoints in conjunction with your cavalry are extremely useful. Um, Because all of a sudden your cavalry is running right through that terrain. Your opponent is not. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you have like a big chunk of woods somewhere on the board, you can like bring your cavalry up on one side of it. And your cavalry is suddenly in range of your opponent while your opponent is not in range of you. And that is not a good situation to be in if you are not the cavalry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what you can do with your cavalry is you can like charge through, you know, you can charge through that terrain, hit your opponent, you know, like especially if you're moving second and he ends up near you. You charge through that terrain, you hit your opponent. And if you get the heroic move off, you know, you can charge again if you want, or you could just take all your cavalry right back through the terrain and be perfectly safe, um, from your opponent's cavalry. And you can do all sorts of funky things like that. If you have the right amount of terrain where you can like send your cavalry through and like, yeah, you know, cause what the enemy is going to do to try and deal with you is they're going to kind of split their army to go around the terrain. Um, yeah. You know, and you know, it, it, even if they send like their whole army on one side of the train, you just go around the other side of the train and then charge through it. Uh, but yeah, great if you can get them to split their army and go on two sides, because you can send them on one side of the train, kill that half of the army and then zip through the train and kill the other half of the army. And that's where kind of the real advantage of this list goes, especially with the no all paths. You're probably going to win heroic move offs is this kind of hit and run like through the train. You know, hit your opponent, kill a bunch of them, and then just run away and be gone and, and yeah. be untouchable. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. There's the other benefit benefit of uh, any objective based scenarios. You just walk wherever you want, mm-hmm. and your opponent can't really catch you. Like uh, the, the the main issue with cavalry, especially at high points, if you if you're if you have a very dense board, um, there's very few places for you to go through that they can block you through, and here you can just run through it. So it's much harder to actually stop you going through for recon, for any sort of destroy <coughs> supplies or anything like that. It's it's harder for your opponent to defend.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and as long as you're playing against orcs, goblins, or urukai, which is a significant portion of the field, um, your kind of your cavalry is killier, right? And so you don't regret mm-hmm. losing the plus one strength on the charge as much as you would otherwise. So.
1: Which which makes this list even better in the good versus evil uh, tournaments, as we'll Definitely. as we'll as we'll find out later in this episode. <laughs> yep. So stay tuned. Yes, exactly. absolutely.
0: Well, and um, given how many um, tables I've seen competitively that are very very cool and thematic and look wonderful with lots of terrain, but are a nightmare to play on, um, especially for a cavalry army. The the no all or the um, waypoints are just a godsend for that. So. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, they are. Um, but you are, you know, you are not going to be playing this list at low points um, mm-hmm. because the last thing you want is two hundred points of woeses and you know, a hundred points of Feyadin and a uh, hundred points of troops that can actually kill something. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, it is it is a lot, it is a lot of fun to play with on the right board at the right points level. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and so. the, um, the the Elf Blade for heroic moves is a super cool ability. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's
2: so. good. Yep. righty. so I think as, as um, Mick has, uh, has hinted at, instead of doing our own list for this, um, we're gonna go over some other people's lists because oh, I wait think wait we have one wait, more
1: Legion. A, oh wait, we, we have, have another, oh yes, we have another Pal Legion.
0: Oh my, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> and, and I <laughs> actually <laughs> think we didn't, um, <clears throat> I don't think we covered Helm during we, the uh, Heroes we never just because we were saving it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right, all
2: right, so go ahead,
0: by all means. Uh, You want me to do it?
2: Yeah, go ahead. It's your turn. All right.
0: So I will cover Helm Hammerhand, and then you can talk about his legion. So Helm Hammerhand, he is a 165-point hero of legend, isn't he ever? He has a fairly monstrous stat line. um, Fight five, shoot four. Strength five, defense seven, three attacks through wounds, courage six. He has heavy armor, a two-handed sword, and the Horn of the Hammerhand. The Horn of the Hammerhand is a war horn. And on a turn in which he charges into combat makes him cause terror. His heroic actions are resolve, strike, strength, defense, and challenge. So three very useful ones, or at least two very useful ones, one somewhat useful one, and two not so useful ones. And he can take a horse as an option. His special rules are Burly, Expert Rider, and Horse Lord, because he is still a lord of the Rohirrim. He has the inspiring presence rule, which is passive. Friendly Rohan warrior models within six inches of Helm Hammerhand at a bonus of plus one to their fight value. So he is a walking Minas Tirith flag. And the Hammerhand. Helm Hammerhand may choose to fight with his fists instead of his sword, in which case he may use the Bash special strike. Additionally, Helm Hammerhand can never count as unarmed. Um, So eat your heart out, Shatter. Uh, he may be taken as part of the Rohan army list, but if your force contains Helm Hammerhand, it may not include any other named hero models from the Rohan army list. Also, if your army includes Helm Hammerhand, then every alliance will be impossible allies, which is all completely irrelevant because you're never taking him outside of his legion where he gets even better. So he's already pretty darn good with, um, with strength five and a two-handed sword and burly um, access to a horse plus one fight for models within six inches of him, and all of the right heroics plus causing terror on the charge. But in his legion, take it away, Matt.
2: All right, so you've heard of Theodrid's guard. Now we have Helm's guard. And as you might expect, Helm's guard uh, allows Helm Hammerhand, who can take a horse for 10 additional points. Uh, You can have captains of Rohan with all their bells and whistles. You can have a King's Huntsman, don't bother. You can have Warriors of Rohan, Riders of Rohan, Rohan Royal Guard, uh, and Rohan Outriders. And not surprisingly, the additional rules, it must contain Helm Hammerhand, and he's always the army leader. So the special rules. Defend the Southburg. Uh, So Defend the Southburg is essentially the same as the Fight in Ranks rule. It In fact, it is the same as the Fight in Ranks rule. It just has a different name. So... The guys with throwing spears on foot can uh, use them as spears from the second rank. And then the second special rule, King of Rohan. Helm Hammerhand gains the Mighty Hero special rule. So, yes, he becomes Aragorn. He gets a free point of might a turn. Additionally, (laughs) Helm Hammerhand may declare heroic combat each turn without spending might. King Slendil.
1: Yes. (laughs) On top of um, being Aragorn.
2: (laughs) Yes. Uh, so th- this would be if
0: literally, who's your daddy, you two? Yeah.
2: yeah, that's right. This is this is Elendil and Aragorn had a baby, and that baby was Helm Hammerhand.
0: Well, it's Elendil and Aragorn had a baby, and that baby was also Dwellin Helm Hammerhand. That's strength <laughs> yeah, five, true. burly. Strength five, weapon. burly.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so this is the ultimate. All all your eggs go into one basket. Legendary mm-hmm. Legion. That basket is Helm, um, and if the enemy has a way, it doesn't have any way to deal with him. Uh, Helm will kind of assert (laughs) (laughs) assert dominance over them. Um, The only problem is this is one of these kind of point-limited lists because it has Helm and it basically has nobody else but Helm. Um, Once you get to the higher points level, somebody will almost assuredly have some way to deal with him and he will probably just go down under a barrage of transfixes and once his will is gone, he will never move again. Uh, and the rest of your army will get swallowed whole. Um, but, uh, you know, down at the kind of 500, 600 point um, uh, level, um, if if you're one of those people who are like, I want, I want my army to be this figure, and then a cast of characters who are just here to provide polite applause and screen off his flanks, mm-hmm then boy, is this the list for you? Cause it's like, yeah, I'll spend my free point of might to make a heroic move. Oh yeah. And then I'm going to call a free heroic combat. Oh yeah. And I, I guess it looks like I need one more point of might to win the fight. So I'll spend one of his points of fight <laughs> 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 and go on and do it all again. Um, oh, I
0: rolled a one to kill you. It's a shame. Cause I only needed a two in most cases. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So,
2: and I understand, uh, Mick, you have some experience fighting against this army.
1: Yes, I recently fought against the army. I got thrashed by Helm Hammerhand, who, in a single turn, whilst being surrounded, uh, fighting against the Witch King and Celadon, outright killed Syladon, and then next turn went and killed Witch King too. Um, there was a king's huntsman in the army. Who uh, it was a uh, Clash by Moonlight uh, sort of scenario, and the Huntsman has shot zero enemy models. So, <laughs> that was, even though it's the best scenario for the Huntsman, <laughs> he has not done anything throughout the entire game. Um, but I was still decimated uh, through the combination of throwing spears, fighting ranks, and Helm Hammer Hands just smashing my force with his hammer hand
2: mm-hmm. yep. hero after hero <laughs> after hero um, i mean it's
0: it, it's definitely an all eggs in one basket but that basket is filled with grenades so yeah yeah
2: i mean i i will say this how hammer hand is um he's fight his one weakness is he is fight five um so but he has I, a free heroic strike he he has a free heroic strike but if he's using his free heroic strike he is not using his free heroic combat Mm. um so ideally you want helm hammerhand to go in against enemy troops Uh kill two of them and free heroic combat and kill two more and then rinse and repeat on succeeding turns while you're probably like your captains of rohan are going in against the enemy big heroes and just like, I am here to tank you with defense seven and hope they don't die in one turn uh, and can survive a second turn where Hel- hand is continuing to butcher um, other people. But that's, that's basically the calculus is, I think when you play this list, you want either like one ordinary or warrior to go in against the enemy's big hero, while Helm goes in against two of their warriors, who are combats and kills two more, so that his big hero is killing one of your guys a turn, and your big hero is killing four. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, the way to to plan this out. But you know, if you want to throw him in against Ludden and the Witch King and kill both of them, that also works. Our worse. So.
0: Yep.
1: yeah, yep. it's it's happened. Yep.
0: So the question I would have is: obviously, Helm is incredible. Uh, Helm or. Gore Nalendamir because he's also got Boromir's <laughs> banner in there. So Dwallagorn Nalendamir is amazing. What would you run around him? Would you do more cavalry with the plus one fight around him? Would you do more infantry because of the um, the spears? Would you kind of do a little bit of mix? Uh, how, how do you see people playing well, this legion? Is it,
1: is it the case that you want to ensure that Helm gets to fight for as long as possible? Mm-hmm. Therefore you want to have as many troops around him as possible mm-hmm. so that they're not going to just start dying and your, your force is going to disintegrate. So I would probably play a lot of infantry, sprinkle a few, uh, ro- uh Rohan Royal guards because of fight by five mm-hmm. and have a few Capri models too. But I think it's, uh, it's the case of have a lot of throwing spears, have a lot of troops ensure your main character, is there for as long as possible with as much support as possible. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, hope that main character (laughs) is strong enough.
0: And don't take a king's huntsman is what I'm hearing. Don't take a king's huntsman.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think when I built lists around this, uh, using this legendary legion, what I've had is I've had helm and then like three or four Rohan royal guard on horse, and that's kind of the, the strike force. And then captains of Rohan with, you know, guys, half of which have throwing spears. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they're they're the battle line and the strike force goes in, crushes one flank and then helm heroic combat to the other flank and then crushes that flank and um, kind of keeps going like that. Yeah. And, but I think you want the, I think you want two or three of the, um, the Royal Guard both to get fight five and to have something that can kind of uh, teleport with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, ideally what you want is a situation where Somebody leaves like this one figure out on its own, and like Helm and a couple of Royal Guard can jump on it, or a combat off of that, go off and slaughter other things.
1: Hmm. Cool. So I guess we'll be moving into some um, Rohan army lists. So in this case, initially we were planning to write our own army list, but as it transpired, there was the uh, GBHL final uh, just a week ago. And during the final, the top, uh, in the top five lists, there were actually three Rohan lists. Or, or rather, um, the winner was a Lothlorian-Rohan alliance. The uh,
2: by the way, it's, it would be the top ten list, I guess, because it was a good evil tournament. Is that right?
1: Well, yes, technically, yeah. So top the, five people. Yes. So the top five people got published their lists. And we are looking at um, the first, second, and fifth place um so i'm gonna uh share my screen so let's look from the fifth place first Mm -hmm. oh that's actually the second place oh one sec that's the fifth place cool so Uh, nope that's the second place oh okay that's (laughs) uh i'm gonna stop sharing So let me try this again. <laughs>
2: this is this is why in all of uh, mixed kindergarten report cards it said does not share well.
1: <laughs> okay, so he tries. He's list, just bad so. at it. <laughs> um, we had also oh, oh, uh, just to just to mention this was a good versus evil tournament. It was eight hundred points. So the fifth place um, had. I'm not 100% sure how to pronounce the first name of this person, uh, uh, whether it's Lestin Watkin or Yeston Watkin. So I'm, yeah. s- I'm sorry we'll if just, I, we'll I mispronounced it. Watkin. Uh, yeah, miss, Mr. Watkin.
2: Mr. Watkin.
1: Yeah, so that was the Riders of Theoden, Legendary Legion. So again, this is 800 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a Theoden um, with all his gear, uh, three Rohan uh, royal guards, horses and throwing spears. 2 Riders of Rohan with throwing spears, uh, and 4 Riders of Rohan, just with their bows. Then a Rider with a banner. The second Warband was Gambling with a Royal standard of Rohan, obviously mounted. Um, 2 Rohan Guards with throwing spears, and 2 Riders of Rohan, obviously all mounted. The third Warband was Eomer, um, Armored Horse, and Shield. 6 Riders of Rohan, 3 of which have throwing spears. And the final warband was Dernhelm with four Riders of Rohan, including two throwing spears. So that's 29 models and uh, most of them had bows. And yeah, it's basically what we were talking about earlier that you you take a bunch of your cool heroes here and you stack up as many Riders of Rohan Mm -hmm. and you shout death and hopefully that sticks.
0: Na, 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 na,
1: na, na. yeah
2: there there are some interesting choices that he made here um one is there is a second
1: banner in the list and the motor war catapult is a really good one too but, but we're not gonna talk about that one, <laughs> not talk about that one yeah. <laughs>
2: um yeah so there's a second banner in the list um which you know allows this army to fight in two different places instead of being pinned in on gambling but you know is 25 points so it's you know it's it's another figure and a half Mm -hmm. um he's gone with uh 50 percent um throwing spears which i think is probably the right answer yeah uh for a list like this but a
0: lot of them are on royal guard um yeah you pretty much always take right you
2: always want to have them on on the royal guard um and he's got, you know, five royal guard and the rest riders of, of Rohan. I've seen people take a heavier load out on on royal guard just to get, you know, kind of maximize that fight five. But you know, I don't think, you know, I think this is probably fine. Probably in good versus evil, this is fine, right? Um, this is
1: solid, generally. Yeah, yeah.
2: in I, I think in good versus evil, I think you need the royal guard less mm-hmm. um, because fight four is going to be good enough against most of the opponents that you're going
0: to be facing on the other hand though against evil you're going to face terror a lot more often you're going to face
2: terror a lot more often that is
0: true so Um, there is a trade-off there
2: yep um although you kind of need with this list you kind of need well actually i guess you want to get your charge in
0: because i mean you're going to get harbinger terror a lot more often so the royal guard would be useful as well but i mean hey it was clearly actually a successful list so quibbles right (laughs) Um, b- before we go further, can I just ask Mick um, how how was it decided? What list are you playing? Did you have to play like half with good, half with evil, or did you choose before every yes. game? Or
1: I believe the rules. Because that would make a difference. It was it, right? was, it, was, it was three g- three games good, three games evil. Okay, so, so it's so it not like, like he played five one... games with Mordor and one game no, with Rohan. No, I don't, okay. I don't, no, 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 I don't. Okay. I don't great. think great. So I would uh, I would have to double check the rules back, but I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think it was more like uh, round one, three, and five randomized but I would have to check that. So Um, let's assume
0: that's what it was because that makes the most sense. Yeah,
1: yeah. But even if it wasn't, well, uh, on average, you're going to play half of your games with good Mm -hmm. half of of your games with evil. So like, yeah. Well, unless
0: it was like you rolled off and whoever won got to choose which army they brought and you always brought your evil army, but I feel like that would make no sense. So it's probably half and half.
1: I mean, I think last time I went to this tournament two years ago, that was in Scotland, uh, and I believe I played four games with one army, two games with the other, but I'm not one hundred percent sure.
0: Assume that at least half of this world did this, uh, at least fifty percent of the success, um, for the purpose yeah. of you know what we're talking about. So yeah, yeah,
1: Let, let's just assume that was the case. <laughs> cool. So then uh, I'm gonna try to turn this off and see. Stop sharing the screen. Okay, so let's share list. Wrong one. Let's do this again. <laughs> <laughs> let's share the list. Which Little Mix still has problems. <laughs> okay, second place.
2: There He's was trying.
1: The, that was the but good old. Still has more work to do. <laughs> that was the good old Jay Clare, who uh, you probably have never heard about. Um, he was playing the Pass of the Dwarven Legendary Legion, which is the the one that we talked about. Matt is, um, especially mentioned how this is this is good at higher points levels. So again, this was eight hundred points, so this is perfectly acceptable here. So we have Theoden uh, mounted on armored horse with heavy Armored shield, six riders of Rohan, one rider with a banner. Aomer, uh Armored Horse Shield, three Riders of Rohan, then two Riders of Rohan with throwing spears and one Outrider. And um, Deorwine, Chief of Knight, uh, Kings Knights, mounted with uh, five Riders of Rohan, one of whom has a throwing spear, one Rohan Outrider, also mounted, and then the Compulsory Warband, four, which is Gunbury Gun and 15 woses. So at 800 points, I think this is this is pretty solid again. Mm-hmm. Um I would imagine uh, you would be really benefiting from from placing those special uh waypoints in in places where um your opponents are gonna be trying to get around uh big big chunks of terrain and you can essentially just run through everything as as you wish. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is this is super solid and Jay is obviously a great player. So, so
2: D- Dairwine instead of gambling is an interesting choice. Yes,
1: let I me mean, let's let's have a look ex- again at Darewine, because that's a that's a that's a rare one. Well, so Darewine yeah. is
0: the one that gets free heroic combats if Théoden is fighting.
2: If Théoden is fighting, so it's yeah. it's
0: a lot yes. of um, action economy. It's it's also a very interesting spelling of survivors of Lake Town, but we'll go with it.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, but also, uh, well, darewine has a march as well, just like gambling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so
0: well, he has strike actually really good. So yeah, yeah,
2: yes, like, yes, strike in March. Um, but you know, yeah. he doesn't he doesn't give you a free might of turn.
1: But he's also but fight five. He's fight five. Coming, coming, fight four. Yeah. So if you if you're looking to fight good versus evil, especially uh, fight five beats all of the standard warriors on the other side, whilst fight four will often draw. So but you gotta gotta
2: spend you gotta spend 25 more points to get that banner in there.
0: Um and um as we mentioned, this being a good versus evil tournament makes this legion even better because Mm -hmm. you're running into orcs, goblins, or urukai almost always. And so all of your
1: models get this bonus. And maybe that's
0: why you take there you have because of the woes' tax, you actually have less cavalry on the board, which means there are more gaps to get to Theoden, and with mm-hmm. the rerolling ones, Darewine's very very killy, so he's going to succeed in his hero combats more often. Um, and it's just maybe just that's the calculation.
1: Yeah, well, and the, it was, the other it's... thing is with 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 gambling is that uh, your heroes here have three might for Theoden, three might for Aimer. Mm-hmm. So by the time fair point. Yeah. by the time any of them get down to zero, it takes ages to actually start refilling. Mm-hmm. Whilst Darewine can just go in, start killing, and just have fun.
0: Yeah, that's a good Well, point. and you also have Gonbury gone to that call heroic moves yeah. and stuff for you. Yeah, so. and he
2: doesn't benefit from the banner anyway. I mean, the the Wozes tax in this list in Good versus Evil actually is less of a Wozes tax, too, because all of them get the. the hatred. hatred bonus bones, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So. It's also interesting that both lists took Aomer um, because you didn't used to see him as often, but now you see him yeah. a lot more.
1: Well so again, he's he is fight five, which 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 again is mm-hmm. really good in good versus evil and really yes. mediocre in good versus good.
2: So I th- I, I think I think the re uh, if you're gonna take AMR in this list, then I, yeah, you're right. I think Darewine makes sense. Whereas I think if you are going, you know, maybe if you had a slightly lower points level or you just wanted more figures in this, mm-hmm. you could take Dernhelm in this list, and then I think gambling makes sense because mm-hmm. um because then uh, you know, she can spend the, the one point off of Mary and get it refilled mm-hmm. each turn yeah. by gambling.
0: Yeah, I really like this list, and I like this as a representation of the Legion. Um, now, obviously, a lot of its success is, is tied up in two things. One, it's J. Claire, who's an amazing player. And two, it's a kind of format for it with a high points level and good versus evil. But I think it's a really good kind of showing for how this is kind of the core of the Rohan lists.
1: Yeah, that's- yep. And of 38 models, it's pretty, pretty solid numbers too. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I know
2: it, it is, it, it, yeah.
1: 38 For models. Rohan, yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, it's right, I mean, half of it, uh, slightly less than half of it, I guess, is Woz's, but still, still good numbers. <laughs> yep,
1: and I will pull up the winning list very shortly after having accidentally closed it, <laughs> and now I can't find it
0: anything from sharing I'm very i am very
2: sad <laughs> to report that little Mick has still not learned how to share there we go
0: here it is and now loses his homework <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay and three two one go and here is the winner of the tournament mm-hmm. congratulations to Rowan may uh, so the this is a an alliance list of Lothlorien and Rohan. So we have uh, Galadriel leading uh, 12 Galadrim warriors with spears and shields, four uh, guards of the Galadrim court, four wood elf warriors with bows and wood of spears, two wood elf warriors with wood Elf spears and two uh, sentinels. Then from Rohan, we have Grimbold uh, leading 12 helmingas. All of them have throwing spears, seven of whom have shields, five have bows. Then we have, uh, next Warband is uh, Rohan Gamling uh, mounted with the Royal Standard of Rohan. Then we have Theodred uh, mounted with shield and throwing spear leading three Rohan Royal Guards mounted with throwing spears. And we have uh, Aldor as the final final, uh, Warband. So that gives us 36 models. He has how many bows here? Nine, correct? No, Uh, no, no, Uh, 11 because of two Elven bows as well. Mm -hmm. So that's six six Elven bows and five uh, Rohan bows. On top of that, there are pretty much all of the Rohan warriors have throwing spears.
0: It's 15 throwing spears plus the one on Theodrid.
1: Yes. Uh, Plus you have Aldor who will be calling three heroic shots. Uh, and Gamling, who's going to be um, giving Alder his Might points back. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is this this is pretty cool in that Grimbold here again, um, even though he by himself is just a fight for guy with uh, with with a 200 weapon, he and his Helmingas are actually backed by fight value five um, mm-hmm. gladrines. So you have essentially strength five and fight value five front line. Mm-hmm. So it is quite scary. And you have so many shots, and you have Gladriel who essentially stops uh, big threats whilst at the same time protecting you from bow fire. Mm-hmm. So again, fight value five across the line in good versus evil is especially good because you're not going to be drawing combats, you're just going to be outright winning combats. Mm-hmm see um, um aldor oh, that,
0: gambling combo too right yes yeah. you're never calling anything that you need to you, you're you can call a lot of the generic heroics off of him and save the might for your heroes so yeah.
1: that is true and also um gambling spawner is that a six inch banner no yeah it isn't it is no, not it's a but arguably no, no. It's it should be it's a, it's a, it's a three inch banner, oh it's a, a, banner. It's a, oh it's a shame it's not a, it's not a six inch banner I actually um, think
0: that with the nerf to what it does, making it a six-inch banner would have been a good compromise. But maybe next time.
1: Yeah, but also Gamling. Gamling gives you free, uh, free heroic marches essentially by by refilling mm-hmm. his his own his own might. Mm-hmm. So you have quite a lot. Yeah, but
0: of... you got to
2: sp- you got to spend all of his might before he gets there.
1: Yes. So you do a heroic march, then you do a second heroic march, then you refill the might. Her- you do Her- a heroic march. No, <laughs>
2: he, he has three might.
1: Uh, so okay you so you do your, three your third heroic march, march. <laughs> and then yeah. you do your
2: free <laughs> heroic marches yeah I, using gambling for gambling for free heroic marches is is kind of it's 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 not really what that benefit is
0: for just because you have to Actually, do it three, let me take a look three at times something.
2: before you go yeah. there but but boy does this list not want to get Maelstrom
0: of battle. Oh, I bet I bet oh, yeah. the gambling Aldor combo is for heroic accuracy because he can call that infinitely and with that many throwing spears. Mm, that's not, yeah. probably pretty good. So. Oh yeah, I bet yeah. you're right. Mm-hmm. Does, does cool. Aldor
2: have heroic accuracy? Because he doesn't actually he doesn't. call
0: heroic shoots, he just shoots first. He just right? shoots first yeah. So he, yeah. he calls heroic accuracy, shoots, and then your whole line. Shoots better and you know gets to right. dismount all those heroes, all oh, that oh, yeah. you know. heroic accuracy, so. and so all those heroes are getting pelted by throwing spears. So. Yeah, yeah, that's right.
1: Through the all ranks. those all those elven bows with heroic accuracy mm-hmm. shooting through as well.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah, and nice. then so, refills right. so his might the,
1: because of gambling.
2: That's the trick. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's yeah. a it's a very cool combo. And at the same time, you have Theodred, who is not your leader again. He can just mm-hmm. go in, into into the fight, and whoever he charges, if it's someone scary, <laughs> then Galadriel's gonna yeah uh gonna immobilize hopefully yeah, well we talked right. about in the hero
0: episode that for his points Theodred is remarkably killy, he but is, you yes. know if he's your leader, he's a bit of a liability um and so you don't have that problem in this list because Galadriel okay. protects him um and even if he does die, it's not your leader so it's really cool yeah another
2: side okay. your
1: your your leader just sits back and doesn't really care.
2: Yeah. yeah, kind of interesting that Aldor was not in Gambling's Warband um, for that gimmick, but I guess he wanted the the additional uh, one drop more yeah, than yeah. It's just a one drop, I think. Protection mm-hmm. from um, Maelstrom of Battle.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have to say the the Evil list looks super solid too. Yes. So that's obviously the 50 percent of of the success.
0: Yeah. But to win the tournament you imagine that he probably had to win all of his games or at least 5 yes. out of 6 or whatever yeah. the the length was. So he had to win something there <laughs> the <robot>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no this is yeah. this is this is definitely yeah. a re- really good list.
0: I like the Sentinels as well in there. They're a nice little, bis- mm. little bit of tech especially when you know you're facing evil with low courage. So yeah. so that's really cool. We um we actually got a little bit of flack about this in the comments of our last episode cuz we we rightfully were not very pleased with Grimbold, and then, of course, the first thing that happens after that episode is Grimbold and Helmingos win like two tournaments in a row. Two so, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. yeah. Oh well. <laughs> we're not always right. <laughs> I don't think we were wrong. I mean, we we basically said they have limited uses, and these are the limited uses. Yeah. Well, them. well, that's
1: the thing. Yeah. Like, this this is a the the limited use where where yeah. Grimbold becomes incredible. Uh-huh. by by getting the strength 5 supported by 5-5 and yeah. banner re yeah. uh, Well, And crucially, it, Blinding Light, right?
0: Yes. Crucially, those have the bow fire because Blinding Light protects them even though they're lower yeah. defense. So it's, it's the perfect storm. It's yes. a brilliantly designed list. Um, so big, big congrats to Rowan on the list design and the way he piloted it for yeah. the first place.
1: However, we still have to point out that um, the uh, King's Huntsman still it's out there. If anyone still wants to prove us wrong, yep, yes, that's right.
0: Yes, we will. Uh, we will happily eat actual crow if uh, anybody wins a tournament with King's Huntsman's. and yep. I will regret that. So please cut this out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All
1: right, cool. Well, Merry Christmas, <laughs> Happy Holidays, Season's Greetings, or whatever you would like for uh, this upcoming days. though chances are this episode gets posted after. Christmas has In which case behind. happy new year. <laughs> happy, happy new year. year. That's right. Alrighty.
0: That's right. All right, well, Bye, thanks everybody. everybody for being with us. All right, take care.